Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying together the Prophet Ezekiel, that is the Navi Yechezkel, chapter 31. And we are going to focus our attention today in this prophecy against the king of Egypt. This chapter 31 is the another chapter in the series of prophecies where Ezekiel turns his attention towards the nation of Egypt and particularly looks at the king of Egypt and, and criticizes him in ways which we are about to read about. So verse 1, Vayehi, and it was biachat esrei shana bashelishi. Again, in the 11th year, uh, again, Ezekiel's dates, as we've mentioned in the previous chapters, are dated from the time when Yehoiachin, the king Yehoiachin, went into exile. This year happens to be the same year that the destruction of Jerusalem took place. Bashelishi in the third month, biachad lachodesh, on the first day of the month. The word of God to me was as follows. Ben Adam, human being. I want you to address Pharaoh himself, Pharaoh the king of Egypt, the El Hamono, and also to his masses. Who was as great as you were? In other words, um, who can compare to how great and powerful and strong you were? Let's look for a comparison to another nation that had a similar rise and fall. And who might that be? Now, if you think historically at this time, the Assyrians had been a major power in the Middle East. They were the ones who destroyed the northern kingdom of Israel, attempted to destroy Judah, but unsuccessfully laid siege to the city of Jerusalem. Eventually, the Assyrians were, were taken down from their position of power by the Babylonian Empire. So, Hine, behold, this is verse 3, Ashur, Erez Balabanon, Assyria was also a, like a cedar tree in Lebanon, Yifeyonof with beautiful branches, the Choresh Mitzal, and Ugevakoma, and, and very uh, shady, thick um, um, leaves, and very tall in height, Uvenavotim Haitat Samarto, and its top, the tips of its tops were among the tallest of the trees. Mayim Gidluhu, it had water to keep it growing strong, to home Romimos, who the, um, the deep beneath the ground gave it what it needed in order to uplift it and make it grow strong and tall. At Naharosel, the, the rivers that, that, and streams that flowed around it, they flowed around her, the area where she was planted, Viet Te'oloteha Shilcha, and the, um, uh, the channels which uh, flowed from the rivers uh, flowed el to all of the trees of the field. It's like the this is the main tree and all surrounded by all these trees. That's how it's comparing what the nation of Assyria was. Al Cain, because it had so much of wealth and such fertile ground and water supply, it grew super high, even higher than all the other trees of the field. And it, again, it kept on growing even more branches and more branches. And its uh, branches grew really long and strong because of all of the water that, that came to uh, feed, to uh, give to drink this tree. 
All of the birds of the sky came and rested in its nests. This is a reference to, so the, uh, the nation of Assyria had grown, its, tent, its, its branches spread throughout the, wor- the known world, and all the birds, meaning all the other countries, came to nest in their branches to take protection from and to pay tribute to Assyria and to do business with Assyria. Vitachas porotavialdu, and beneath uh, its its uh, its branches, all of the the animals of the field gave birth to their young. And in its shade, there's there there lived many 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 nations. Vayiaf. It was the most beautiful in its height. In the length of its branches, it was beautiful. Because it grew on such wonderful water. In the garden of God itself, there was no trees as beautiful, cedars as beautiful as, as this one. The cypress trees were couldn't even compare to the the uh, tough branches that grew. The harmonim lo hayu kiforosav, and the regular trees, the harmonim, they could not uh, be even close to the the beauty and the strength of the branches of of this tree, Assyria. Kolates beganalim lo demai lovviapio. There wasn't even in the garden of God himself. There wasn't a tree that was as beautiful as this tree. I, God, was the one. This is the crucial thing here. How did it get so beautiful? Because I, God, was the one who made it so beautiful. In the numbers of its branches. All of the trees in my garden, in the Garden of Eden, God is saying, they were even jealous because that I allowed this other tree to grow so great. I share began all of him with those trees that were in the garden of God himself. Now, the key thing here is, is that God said, I was the one that made it great. And if to the extent that one recognizes where the greatness comes from, then they are allowed to have their greatness continue. But when you become haughty, and you think that it is you that makes yourself so great, that's where the problem comes in. And that's what we're about to see. Let's see verse 10. L'chein therefore kol elim, so says the Lord God, Nyan asher because it became so tall in its height, by and its and its tip, the tip at the top of it, um, pushed itself out above the levels of all of the other trees. and it became arrogant in its greatness. It became Viram and he became arrogant in his heart. And he thought that it was all him. That's why I delivered it into the hands of the mighty nation, other nations. That's why I destroyed it. They treated it, they did to it, according to its wickedness. Because it was wicked, because it was arrogant, because it was mighty, that's why I threw him out. That's why I got rid of that tree. So you should have learned now that king of Egypt, this lesson from Assyria, and that's why the strangers came and cut down Assyria. These cruel nations came by and they, and they uh, literally they mean they abandoned it to the mountains of and in all of the heights and valleys, there the branches collapsed and fell. And the broken leaves and twigs 
were thrown throughout all the places in the land by and they all left everyone that used to live under its shade left and they abandoned Assyria and Assyria was gone and destroyed now over its fallen trunk because it's gone it, on the on the trunk that has fallen, that's where the birds are settling now. No longer on its beautiful branches. And all of the beasts of the field now, instead of giving birth underneath its shade, instead they now are are, are crawling around on top of the broken down fallen tree. Leman, why? Because so that so that the other trees shouldn't be so great in their height so that they shouldn't start poking their heads above everyone else and thinking that they're greater than everyone else. I wanted the world to learn that lesson. I don't want, right, that um, that the, the trees that, that drink, that drink water, that are watered by water should stand uh, near them in their heights like that because eventually they are all going to die to the land beneath just like human beings will all die eventually and join those people that are resting in the dirt this key thing here this important message here is saying that what God wants is God wants us to learn the lesson from Assyria he wants us to see that we shouldn't be poking our heads above everyone else thinking we're greater than everyone else because eventually we will all end up in the same place in the Yordevar, the people buried in the pit, the people buried underneath the ground. So therefore, but you, Egypt, did not learn that lesson, so let's turn our attention there. Verse 15, Ko'amar Adonai Elohim, so says the Lord God, on the day that that tree went down, into the Sheol, into hell, Evalti. I was mourning. I was upset. I, that's not what I wanted. Kiseti alaveta home. I then I covered it over with the depth. I had it get swallowed up into the earth. And I held the streams back. And all the water stopped feeding, and 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 giving to drink. The land of Assyria. And I made the the people of Lebanon. The, the other trees of the forest, they, they were sad, they were upset that they lost. They, they, they started to mourn the loss of Assyria. And all of the other trees, everyone suffered because Assyria went down. When the big nation went down that they had all the business with and everyone was living under its shade, so to speak, everyone lost because I had to destroy them. From the sound of its crashing down, here, Ashti Goyim, I made nations quake in a scared with fear. Behoridio Sosholo, when I threw it down into hell and Sir Debor, into the, with the, um, those that go down into the pits, Vayinochamu. And they, um, Beretz Tachtiyot Kolatse Eden, all of the other trees, the trees that I said before were jealous. The trees in my um, in my garden of Eden, who were jealous and said, "Why did you make that tree so great?" They were now consoled when they saw that the tree that was so mighty and high and great was now nothing. Was now had joined them in the depths. All of those trees that were so well watered and so well treated by 
this grand tree. Gamhemi Toyordushola, everyone that stayed along with Assyria also now ended up in the pits. El Khalalecherev, they all went down along with those that were slain by the sword of Assyria. All these trees went down. Those that had lived among and protected by the might of Assyria, those that lived in the shade of Assyria um, among the nations, they all went down with it. So now turn our attention to Pharaoh. So El Midamisa, to who can I compare you, Pharaoh of Egypt? Kocha, in such a way. Uh, who is as great and as honorable and as and as big and as large as you are among the trees of Eden. And you too are going to go down to the land under, just like those trees of Eden that I described before. Among all of those, arelim meaning uncircumcised, meaning all of those that are not with God, you are going to lie along with all of those destroyed by the sword. Who You, Pharaoh, and all the people with you, no so says the Lord God. This comparison here to Assyria is, is, is a really incredibly powerful idea. What God is telling the, uh, the Pharaoh, you who think you're so great, as long as you know and recognize where the greatness comes from, then you can be such a source of sustenance, you can be a source of guidance, a source of wealth for the entire world that is around you. But the moment you start sticking your head above everyone else, the moment you think you're arrogant, just like this is what happened to Assyria, you're going to fall and everyone else is going to fall down with you. This is a really important lesson to learn and take to heart in our personal lives and in, and in international uh, politi- politics as well. So remember this lesson. This concludes chapter 31. Thank you so much for studying chapter 31 together. Looking forward to studying chapter 32 and, of course, all of the book of Ezekiel together.